Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 32 of the talk in the line podcast boy oh boy we are clipping along through these episodes and before we talk the line today on some serious value throughout today's slates take a few moments to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you could be so kind and you're enjoying the sound waves coming out of whatever device you are currently listening to our podcast on, go ahead and leave us a rating. We sure do appreciate those five stars and a quick comment if you do have the second. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL crew's content and socials so you can find Find us, consume us, however, whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, I am your humble host, Colton Colt45 Soroka, getting this beautiful Monday of bets. Uh, Thank you all so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous Monday of bets. It is my pleasure, as per usual, to bring in the co-host of this podcast, A young man whose Sox fandom, if you didn't know by now, runs thicker than blood. Right there up alongside his Green Bay Packers fandom. We won't press him too hard on how things are going there right now. We will let him stay in a good frame of mind and get this doggone week kicked off the right way. Cash and tickets. Ladies and gentlemen, my partner, the degenerate gambler himself, Riley R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I feel fantastic, my man. It's a fresh week. We had a uh, pretty, pretty solid weekend, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sunday for me wasn't the best, but Saturday, mm-hmm. I had myself a day, one of my better days in quite a while. Quite a while. I did notice that. You were uh, very anxious to get up uh, first thing on Sunday morning and blast that, I sure was. <laughs> that day out onto Twitter. So, hey, uh, absolutely love to see it. Love to see you getting back in the winning column over there, my hey. friend. Solid week. Absolutely. I had a uh, hell of a Saturday myself. Uh, Cast a real nice UFC main card parlay, finally for the first time in a while. Had a pretty solid Sunday, up a couple units uh, after everything kind of closed down on me there. And then uh, Friday had a solid day too, went 10 and 3. Yeah, we both um, did on Friday. Yeah, we both killed, uh, killed the boys on Friday, so... Still turning that corner, still pumping out winners, still cashing tickets. That is the name of our game. We don't do nothing else over here. Before we uh, 
Start talking some lines, my man. Get deep into uh, some of the value we found on today's slate. Anything uh, you got pressing you want to get off the chest before we rock and roll here? My man is still a Green Bay Packer. Absolutely. He still is. He's still here. <laughs> he, he is for now. Absolutely. The panic button is uh, creeping closer to the back into the into the desk and far away yeah. from us. Hey, we'll we see. We got through draft weekend. Yeah. You got through draft, draft weekend. That, through draft uh, weekend. That's definitely a few beads of sweat off the forehead, uh, if, a you, little if bit. you will. If you will. But hey, let's, let's save all that nonsense for the end of the pod for our loyal listeners that love the extra banter and what we do. But... Without further ado, it is time for the real reason all of you come to the Talking the Line podcast, and that is for the stone-cold locks and winners that we pump out every single day. And Without further ado, it is time for segment number one of episode number 32 of the Talking the Line podcast, everyone's favorite segment of the Talking the Line podcast. The TTL crew's favorite plays for this beautiful Monday, May 3rd, 2021. I feel like I say this every damn time, partner, but we are now into May. Yeah. What in the hell is going on? We've cooked through four months already. We're getting right into May. See you later, winter. See you later, winter. It's starting to warm this up. This weekend was fucking hey, beautiful. Hey, I mean, beautiful is all get out. They haven't uh, turned on the AC in my apartment mm. yet, so uh, start rough. really, you know, don't have the, uh, the old central air in some of these mm, old... Yeah city apartment complexes yeah. so it's a little rough but hey we'll turn it around nonetheless time for some favorite plays let's get to it as per usual ladies and gentlemen we always start with the nba slate of the day and i am gonna go ahead and get things kicked off for us here for the first play and we have two plays coming out of the nba slate today for our favorite plays mm-hmm. for the first play we are headed to the matchup between the Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans tip off tonight is at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And degenerates, we are siding with the New Orleans Pelicans minus one and a half. We absolutely love them in this spot, especially how well they've been playing as of late. They just came off of a very, very hard fought battle against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who everybody thinks should be tanking right now, but they took the Pels to OT. Pels won 140-136, and they have won three out of their last five matchups, but we don't care about the win. We care about the covers, ladies and gentlemen. The Mm -hmm. Pels are 4-1 ATS in their last five, 5-1 ATS their last six and they've covered their last four games straight yep. the warriors are two and three ats in their last five and only two and four ats in their last six now a little bit of leery information here on the home road splits the pels are 15 and 18 ats at home on the season however that was due to a little bit of early season struggles where they were really really highly touted on the lines mm-hmm. the books were giving them a lot of respect with a lot of large spreads and they just weren't able to get it done as a team yet. And then they got they lost Lonzo. They didn't have all that. Now they got that chemistry working again. They're rocking and rolling. Yeah, they're rolling. And now the books aren't giving them as much respect. So they're starting to turn around and really cover those games. Now on the flip side, the Warriors on the road are only 13-21 and 21 ATS. As a road dog, they are 6-15 and 15 ATS. And as a dog on the season, the Warriors are 14-22 and 22 ATS overall. Right. So they have not been able to cover in this season or in this spot all season long. It's not like it's just some trend that's happening um, with kind of what I said there with the Pels. Now, after a win, the Pels are 13 and 15 ATS. Warriors 13 and 18 ATS after a win, and they are actually 0 and 4 ATS in their last four 
after a straight up win and they are coming off of that 113 to 87 victory over the Rockets so that's a little bit of a yeah give me a break on that one and uh, last but not least here I really like the Pels offense heating up right at the right time to get them into a playoff spot here Um, they're right on the border they're actually sitting right in the 11th spot at the time of recording Mm -hmm. Uh, so it still will be by the time you guys hear this uh, listen to Monday morning so they really need this win. They really need this spot. And uh, I think they get the job done. Warriors are in the ninth spot right now. And they're not looking like the team, the playoff team that everybody uh, thought they would be. And honestly, I love Steph, but I don't know if he can continue to put the ga- the team on his back night in and night out. The so, rest of the team's letting him down go. right now, man. Yeah, I he, agree. He's doing everything he can, and they're just not keeping up, uh, keeping pace for yeah. him. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the uh, 11 seed for the Pelicans. These teams play, including tonight, they play three more times. Oh. So these Pelicans are not dead yet. Not they dead at all. See the path, uh, they see the path into that 10th uh, spot, maybe even higher, to the log mm-hmm. jam right there starts tonight the playoff push starts tonight first play of the ttl crew's favorite plays on today's nba slate we are rocking and rolling with the new orleans pelicans minus one and a half for the second play of the day is one of my partner's favorite teams to hammer in on the uh daily so i was just gonna be so kind of generous let him tell you folks what our second play of the day is let him know max that's right we're taking the blazers plus one and a half versus the Hawks. And you mentioned they are one of my favorite teams. They're one of my favorite teams when they are cooking. Sure. And boy, are they cooking right now. After a, after a rough cold stretch, they are playing their arguably their best basketball right now. Three straight wins, three straight covers over Indy, Memphis, and Brooklyn, scoring at least 128 points in all three games. On the season on the road, they are 19-12 and 12 ATS. These Hawks, uh, one and one straight up and ATS over their last two games since Trey Young's return. Lost bad to the Sixers by 22, and they beat our uh, Bulls by 11. Mm. But as we were talking earlier before this podcast, the Bulls are a dumpster fire. Dumpster fire, <laughs> carcass, whatever term you want to use. That is nothing to uh, you know boast about. Mm. Love these Blazers to run up the points in this one again. Absolutely. You know I'm a sucker for those... Uh... Weekday, weekday trends. Weekday trends. You didn't even man. have to say it. I knew I you were know. Say. Oh, and four ATS last four Monday games for the Hawks. They don't play well in this spot. Blazers five and one ATS last six. Love that. Man. Honestly, there are a few days that I like. Some of you may say, ah, whatever. That's just coincidence. Something. There's a few days of the week that I yeah. actually like Mondays. It's a fucking Monday, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. It's absolutely huge. And I start of the week. I am so so <laughs> big on uh, day of the week trends, and you'll be so happy to know as well, partner. At the time of recording, our Blazers are up ninety six. 88 over the Boston Celtics going into the fourth quarter Love so it. looking real nice right now and uh, we're gonna rock and roll with them here again on this beautiful Monday at bet so yes, for the two plays coming out of the NBA slate today that the TTL crew is locking in and you should too if you want to run these tickets to the window Pelicans minus one and a half and Blazers plus one and a half if they flip whatever they do lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. And chugging right along, more plays coming your way. We ain't stopping no way. So let's uh, lace up the skates here, pal. Let's uh, grab the stick in hand and get ready to uh, slap some picks home, huh? I can't ice skate, bud. Hey, I can. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll carry you on my back. We'll get this job done one way or the other. For the first play coming out of today's NHL slate, I'm taking this one and we are headed to the matchup versus the Nashville Predators and versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. This uh, puck drop is at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
And we actually have two plays coming out of this matchup, but we're going to save the other one for the also crowd favorite, Monday Madness Parlay. But for the straight play, we're going to go for the total in this matchup. Total at the time of recording is set at five and a half, and we are going to take the under five and a half. Now, let me tell you why. Under is three and two in the Preds' last five, and it is also three and two in the Jackets' last five. The Preds are 21 and 25 over under overall on the season that's a mouthful and the jackets are 23 26 over over under overall see got me again on the season uh the last two matchups between these teams have gone to the under uh, i was a 3-1 and 2-1 victory by the preds and the last six meetings all of them being in 2021 mind you the under is four and two in those last six meetings the jackets offense my man has gone ice ice cold right. here to finish out the season they have all but curled up and died in the dead last place in the central division right now and they are not putting any type of pucks on net they have scored um one goal in four out of their last or five four out of their last five matchups i do apologize they uh have not been able to get anything rocking and rolling offensively either um now, for the Preds, they have uh, kind of seen a little bit of success here recently. They've uh, got it done a comp- against a couple of the bottom teams against the league, which uh, might be a little bit of foreshadowing uh, for a money line play. However, sure. um, when uh, they kind of play some of these bottom teams, it, it just is more of a toss-up and... In this matchup, what I'm really keying on is the fact that uh, Soros, the um, Predators goalie, has been an absolute monster against the Jackets. Yeah. Uh, he's projected at the time of recording to be in net for the Preds. His last two games against the Jackets, 29 shots, 28 saves, 30 shots, 29 saves. So he has been an absolute monster. Preds are looking to uh, secure this playoff spot here, get the fourth spot in the Central, and they, they look to be able to get it done. I think they're going to play a very defensive game, a very limiting uh, mind set game and try and shut down any opportunities like they've had all year uh, against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets here tonight. What do you think, partner? Yeah, I'm all over it with you. I mean, you nailed it. Couldn't have said it better myself. The biggest thing that I like here is just the Jackets ice cold offense. Yeah, 150 And even the last two games, they've uh, their defense has been, uh, you know, good enough. So. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So first play, we are rocking and rolling. Predators versus Blue Jackets under five and a half. Partner. Play number two out of our two plays coming out of today's NHL slate. What do we got? All righty. We are taking the Edmonton Oilers minus one and a half versus the Vancouver Canucks. This one's going to be at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. The Oilers are seven and three last 10 straight up. All of those wins by are at least two goals and scoring at least three goals. Vancouver has lost four straight all by at least two points. Uh, all by at least two, scoring uh, one and three of those. I'm sorry, my notes are uh, oh, okay. all over For the sure. place here, great, my great. man. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed that up. I'm so sorry. Uh, Vancouver is ice cold is the point that I'm trying to make. They are 0-5 last five in the fourth game of a four and six days situation. Uh, these Oilers are, uh, like I said, playing really well. Their offense is rolling, and their uh, defense are holding teams down. Yeah, and once again, as I kind of said in the previous matchup, 
these Canucks have all but crawled in a hole and died in the uh, North Division here. And the Oilers have surprisingly not yet clinched a playoff spot, but they are right there in the second spot with 62 points. They see the Jets right behind them in the third with 57. So they're looking to uh, clinch that two seed and get the job done. So I think they get it done rather convincingly right alongside you here tonight against the Canucks partner. Yeah, sorry about that. I had the biggest no. run-on sentence in my no, notes here. It's all good. <laughs> hey, hey, it's what we do Looked either like Chinese way. Chinese when I was trying to either read that. Way. We love the Oilers minus one and a half tonight. So one more time to quick cap it. The two NHL plays coming out of the slate today for the TTL Cruise favorites. We are taking the Predators versus Blue Jackets under five and a half and the Edmonton Oilers minus one and a half. As per usual, lock those bad boys in and whatever the current best line you are finding them at on your favorite sports book. And for the last slate of the day, the beautiful time of the year when we have NBA, NHL and Lace up your cleats for today's MLB slate. I uh, This has got to be one of my favorite times of the year when we just have all these different uh, varieties of stuff to bet on, and soon it will not be the case. So let's get it while it's hot. Yeah, got to take advantage of it. For today's MLB slate, we are uh, taking three favorite plays. Uh, we found some serious value. And for the first play, we are headed over to the matchup as per usual, between the Cleveland Indians and the Kansas City Royals. Now, a few key things we're looking at for this uh, for this play. The play in this matchup we're taking is Kansas City Royals' first five spread plus a half. That is the play we're taking out of this matchup and a few key reasons as to why. Daniel Lynch is actually projected to make his Royals debut tomorrow, and much like our good friend Megan making money at FanDuel, I am extremely, extremely high on young men making their debut in the MLB. Right, in most cases. In yes. most cases, um, it seems to be, from what I've seen on a few numbers on Daniel Lynch, he seems to be a guy that can come in here and absolutely right. deal to a, uh, a cold Cleveland offense. Uh, Cleveland's put up a couple of runs, uh, unfortunately to say, against your side here in the last couple mm-hmm. weeks or last couple games um, but overall they've they've really struggled as a team on the season um, some stats as far as first five innings go Royals are 12th in the MLB they're averaging 2.72 runs per first five overall and 2.69 runs per first five at home on the season and the Indians are 27th in the MLB only averaging 1.92 runs per first five overall and 1.50 runs per first five on the road the Royals have put up 19 runs in the first five innings over their last five games and the Indians have only put up 14. Mm-hmm. Pitcher matchup is one final thing we're looking at. We got Savale versus Junis and no. s- oh. you said Junis. Junis? No, no, it's Lynch. Oh, I, I apologize. I said Junis. Uh, I was looking at uh, I was looking at covers uh, covers at the time of recording still at Junis, but it's Lynch. Um, Lynch, obviously I talked about that and uh, Savale, he started out hot and surprisingly he's only started getting worse he hasn't uh, improved much yet on this season we like that for that to continue here and the Royals bats to stay absolutely hot at home yep 100%. First, first play of the day, Kansas City Royals. Well, first play of the MLB slate of the day, uh, Kansas City Royals first five spread plus a half and for the second play of the day this was one real high up on my partner's radar he is uh looking real forward to the pitcher matchup in between these two teams. Yep. And I'm going to let him lay it on you, the value we found in the pick we're taking out of this matchup. Yes, sir. As mentioned, this is uh, possibly the biggest pitcher matchup of the week. You've got uh, the Tampa Bay Rays going up against the 
LA Angels, and we're taking this game total under seven and a half. You've got Glasnow versus Otani. Uh, Glasnow coming in off of a huge bounce back over uh, after his only bad start of the season. Uh, last game out, he threw seven innings, no runs, 10Ks versus the A's. Otani looking to do the same thing, had his only bad start uh, in his last game, gave up four runs. All of those runs came in the first inning, so he actually bounced back within that start and looked really solid going forward. There you I go. think he's going to keep that momentum going and get things rolling from the jump this time around. Uh, Angels offensive numbers are good this season. However, they have not faced many aces of this caliber, mm. and that's why we like this total to stay low. I think these pitchers are going to put on a show, mm. a nice little pitcher's duel, maybe through the sixth, seventh inning, and then the bullpen will, uh, you know, do Close their, things out do for their us. job. You yeah. know? Uh, so like I said, I am juiced for this matchup. How can you not be when you got two aces on the mound, two Absolutely. solid teams? <laughs> Absolutely. So I love that over, or excuse me, under seven and a half. There you go. So play coming out of that matchup, Rays versus Angels, game total under seven and a half. We absolutely love that play. And uh, actually, I took the Angels yesterday first five, and they lost two to nothing. So yep. uh, their offense might be cooling off a little bit there here, There you pal. go. Third play of the day, partner, what do we got? Well, my man, uh, this one uh, looks like you've got this one, oh, if I'm not mistaken. that is correct. I do so apologize. I was uh, getting a little bit ahead of myself looking at the Monday Madness parlay. But hey, we still got one more favorite play coming one. out of the MLB slate. How could I be so rude as to neglect this one? This is actually probably my favorite uh, out of the MLB slate today. I had to convince you just a little bit. But I think you're starting to come around, as all of you should, listening to this as well. We are headed on over to the matchup between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Oakland A's first pitch tonight at 8 40 p.m central standard time popping a couple nitroglycerin pills to watch this one through but the one play we are taking out of this matchup is the Blue Jays first five money line that's right this one is at plus money and we absolutely love it Mats versus Montas in this one Mats on the mound for the Jays Montas on the mound for the A's and uh, we are kind of it's a so-so matchup. You don't know exactly what you're going to get, but Matt's minus a rough outing against the Nats. He's actually been really, really good so mm-hmm. far this season. Um, he's put in some real solid work for the Blue Jays. Now, on the other side of the hill, Montas has been questionable at best. You have no clue what you're going to get out of him from day to day, and Matt's is much more dependable. First five stats, Toronto sixth in the MLB with 2.92 first five inning runs per game, and Oakland 22nd in the MLB with 2.21 first five inning runs per game. The Jays have put up 21 runs in the first five five innings over their last five games overall partner they are scorching hot in the first five innings and the a's have only put up eight runs in the first five innings over their last five games they have shown that they are still the same team that goes down early and has to scrap back in it as evidence last night they actually did pull off a victory and actually got the minus one and a half cover against Baltimore and Baltimore was up on them in the seventh inning and they ended up coming and getting it so the A's are a late inning team not an early inning team and the Jays are the exact opposite 21 runs over their last five and first five innings you can't argue with that one question and no question at all one question no (laughs) question at all and uh, the A's being a late inning team that's just not going to happen against the Jays here yeah, 100%. I mean, I think, uh, you know, 
I agree with you that the A's are uh, you know late inning team. Even aside from that, after that huge scorching hot streak, they've certainly cooled, cooled off. Cooled. And the Blue Jays are doing the exact opposite. You know, you mentioned early on in the game, they're doing it all throughout the game, in my opinion. Yeah, they're, absolutely. Their bats are scorching. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is looking like uh, who everyone expected him yeah. to be. Shades of his father, for sure. Yep. And uh, up and down that lineup is just scorching hot right now. Yep. So for the final play, Blue Jays' first five money line. And for all of the TTL Crews MLB favorite plays of the day, we are taking the Kansas City Royals' first five plus a half, the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Los Angeles Angels under seven and a half, and the Toronto Blue Jays first five money line lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you are finding them at on your favorite sports book there you have it you got them the favorite plays of the day the money makers what a slate the run to the window tickets they are there I mean we have a slate and a half for you today my friends and uh if we don't uh you know, I'm feeling almost a little seven and zero day here, man. I'm six and one, seven and zero. Hey, I'm seven and zero. That's the only energy I'm putting into go. this. I am feeling absolutely beautiful about every one of these plays, especially our NBA plays. If we have been We're on cooking. a heater, both yeah. me and you on our uh, TTL uh, combined plays, also on our, our personal on our too. personal plays as well. So, cooking, cooking, cooking. But there you got it. The favorite plays of the day for the TTL crew for this beautiful Monday of bets. Lock them in hammer them home, and get ready to run those tickets to the window. And for the second segment of today's Talking the Line podcast, episode number 32, it is the return of the crowd favorite every Monday. You can guarantee you're going to find it. The Monday Madness Parlay. It has returned, ladies and gentlemen. And this week, we have a three-legger banger for you and it is paying out at over five to one odds loving every bit of this parlay this week and uh i have some serious feelings that it is going to turn around our special play cold streak over the last few days Mm -hmm. here and get this week started off hot so enough mumbo jumbo what is the monday madness parlay today well ladies and gentlemen the first leg of the monday madness parlay We're headed back to the matchup between the Nashville Predators and the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this time, we're picking a side. And we're taking the Nashville Predators' money line. Much of what I said in my analysis of the under 5.5, the Jackets have not been able to do jack shit against the Preds all season. They uh, have been just abysmal in these matchups. And the Preds want to clinch this playoff spot mm-hmm. they want to get this done they're tired of jacking around they are tired of goofing around and you can see it as evidence on the ice i think uh much like i said in my previous analysis that they make this a very limiting defensive style matchup of a game maybe put one two pucks in net three pucks in net it could end very very easily 3-0-3-1-2-1 somewhere in that ballpark but the Jackets just have not been able to solve Soros in net all season long or the Preds for that matter at all so I am in love with the Predators money line I think it is a guaranteed hitter yeah they simply cannot afford a loss here they've got two with Columbus and then two tough ones with Carolina so they've got to take care of business here both games against Columbus because they've only got a three-point lead over the Stars right Exactly. So So first leg is the Nashville Predators money line. Second leg, partner, what do we got? All right, my man. We are headed back to the diamond, and we are taking out of the Rangers versus Twins, we are taking the over eight and a half. 
Now, this Twins offense is starting to heat up after a cold start to the season overall. Uh, scoring at least nine in three of their last four games. They are 15-10-1 to the over, including five straight. Now, Texas, you know, a little bit of inconsistency. However, on the road, they are 8-4-1 and one to the over. Kenta Maeda will get the start here for the Twins. He is looking rough this season, especially the last two starts. 12 earned runs over the last two starts combined. And then you flip it on over to the other side, and you got Dane Dunning for the Rangers. Nine runs over his last combined starts, or last two combined starts, excuse me. Uh, The Twins will be seeing Dane Dunning not for the first time, as Dane Dunning is coming from the AL Central uh, in his previous couple of seasons. So I love at least the Twins to bash some runs on the board, if Mm. not both of them. I really think this Twins team could put up at least six, though. Yeah, I could not agree with you more on that. And, uh, I don't really have much other analysis or insights, yeah. but a little bit of inside joke between me and you that I'll share with our uh, mm-hmm. degenerate pals that uh, anytime something bad happens, if you hammer in this play tonight and you so happen to watch the uh, Twins and the Rangers match up and you watch Maeda take the mound, anytime something bad happens, just watch his face. Yeah. Just watch his face. That's all we ask you to do. You won't be able to unsee it. You won't be able to unsee it for the rest of your life. Just watch his face. That's all we'll say. So for the second leg coming on the Monday Madness Parlay, we are taking Rangers versus Twins over the game total eight and a half. And for the third leg, my partner's got this one on deck two. What do we got, pal? All right, my man. We are headed to the NBA between the Knicks and the Grizzlies, and we are taking the Knicks plus three and a half. These two teams mm. are top three in the league ATS. They, uh, You might say these two teams are our babies. I wouldn't we have to. Love- one- oh, oh, excuse oh, me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I would 150% <laughs> concur with you on that. Uh, Mr. Magnuson was getting a little too overjoyed of how much yeah, we love these teams. Not into shit here. <laughs> it is stand. Um, anywho. We love both of these teams. However, the Knicks are still rolling right now. You know, they had that one little slip up to the Suns, and then they bounce right back. You know, we talked about how terrible our Bulls are playing right now. You know, the Hawks didn't really give it to them, but the Knicks put the whoop down on them uh, by somewhere around 20 points. The Grizzlies, however, have been shaky over the last week. They are 1-3 straight up and ATS. Big losses to Denver as a four-point dog, 21-point loss to Portland as a favorite, and then on Saturday, lost to Orlando as an 11.5-point favorite. Lastly, the Knicks just match up well with this team defensively, and if you're going to give us a uh, cushion of a few points here, you got to take the Knicks. We will gladly take the Knicks and the points with two teams who have been more than wagons to uh, covering their spreads uh-huh. all season long. Whatever spot you put them in, if you've been listening to the TTL pod, we hammer in both of these teams all the time because they are absolute monsters at covering. But if you're going to give us the points with uh, some really good covering teams, we're going to take them up all day long. Yep. So one final time, ladies and gentlemen, the Monday Madness Parlay. Three legs paying out over five to one odds. Leg number one, Nashville Predators money line. Leg number two, Texas Rangers versus Minnesota Twins over eight and a half runs. And leg number three, New York Knicks plus three and a half. Sync those bad boys up. Combine them all together in a parlay. Put one unit down on them. And let's run that bad boy to the window, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. You have our special play. You have our seven favorite plays. It is time to cash some damn 
tickets. No more messing around. No more playing around. Let's get this Monday started right and load our wallets with some cold, hard cash. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. For the third segment of today's Talking the Line podcast, episode number 32, we are bringing back, as per usual, if you guys haven't been around yet to know that we brought him back and made him a mainstay on the podcast... The Moneyline Dice. They are back in action, ready to rock and roll while I'm uh, bumping in my gums here. In the Dice We Trust. In the Dice We Trust. While I'm bumping my gums here, getting these bad boys uh, out of the uh, little beautiful carrying pouch that you get from our friends over at MoneylineDice.com. And actually, while I'm talking about it, hell of a time to tell you guys Do that... You can go over to MoneyLineDice.com. Actually, we'll put the link in this episode's description and get your own set of Moneyline Dice, your own tracking book, or whatever other great merchandise that they have on their website. Go to checkout, and when you check out, enter code TTL10. Once again, that is TTL10 at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off your first order of Moneyline Dice. You're saving money, and you get to have some fun. And my partner said in the Dice We Trust, we are 2-0. and 2-0 in the return. Uh, we, no, no, we are not. The Dice the are 2-0 two two and and oh, right. since they have made their return back to the we podcast. We just so uh, graciously hailed these hey, dice. Hey, I, I am just but a humble messenger. Right. I just let them roll out of my palm, and they tell I mean, us what shit, we man. need to smash in. You might have so, had some concerns on, what was it, Friday, I believe? The Celtics. Celtics money line, not the best value. But hey, yeah. in the dice we trust, and then, down, uh, what, over 30 points? Yeah. Looked at it, and yeah. I said, well, shit, the what one, the hell, dice? Yeah, and the one prior, Phillies, they, Phillies. we got a minus, minus one, one and, and a half, and their offense had been struggling, and they come out and put up a in solid amount of In the dice we trust, In man. the fucking dice we <laughs> trust. So for today's money line dice roll, we are uh, bringing back a little MLB roll. Yep, and we are sliding on over to the MLB matchup between the New York Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals. At the time of recording, lines hadn't opened up, but we looked at each other and we said, "Damn, this game's probably going to be pretty tight." Uh, the Mets are all of a sudden kind of trying to come to life. The Cardinals, you don't know what you're going to get from them, so why not just make this the money line roll of the day? Either way, we are happy with the ATS or the money line. So without further ado, enough jibber-jabber. What side are we taking? Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Mets are the away team and the Cardinals are the home team. This one is played at Bush Stadium. So for the first roll, home or away, dice, who are we taking? In a three, in a two, in a one. That'll be the New York Mets. The away team. The New York Mets. Okay, Dice. Okay. Okay, Dice. Okay. Okay. So they say the Mets. Now, for ATS or Moneyline, ATS or Moneyline in a three, two, one shoot. That's a little Moneyline. Moneyline action, ladies and gentlemen. So the Dice have spoken on this Monday, May 3rd, 2021. The play you need to be hammering in per the Moneyline Dice because they are scorching hot right now. New York Mets, Moneyline. There you have it. Hammered in at whatever it opens up or whatever you're currently finding it at on your favorite sports book. Moneyline Dice, man. In the Dice we trust. Yeah. 
saying that after Dice that thirty-two trust. point comeback, uh, I mean, yeah. how, how can you not? <laughs> how this can one, you man? not? I don't care what the odds. How are. can you not? How can you not? Mets money line. Hey, I I honestly love it. I don't doubt these bad boys no. anymore. Rock and roll, rock and roll. There you have it. Money line dice. There you have it. All of our plays are uh, partner the money line dice play. Let us know what we should be taking as well. So if you don't hammer in anything out of here, you don't like, then I don't know what you're doing, and you're not listening, and you're not. Uh, up on sports betting because we gave you some serious value there today folks lock it in hammer it in sprinkle a little bit on it whatever you want just make sure you stick to your units and don't get too crazy out there always gamble responsibly yep and let's run some tickets to the window yep there you have it ladies and gentlemen right about at the 36 minute mark as soon as i said that and clicked over that is the first half of the ttl podcast episode number 32 today if you are just one of our degenerate pals who comes to get our plays and insights thank you so much for stopping by peace out we'll catch you on wednesday's pod if you're one of our loyal listeners who loves to listen to our banter our insights some of our knowledge within the sporting and sport gambling world Welcome into the second half of episode number 32 of the TTL podcast. How are you? Let's uh, kick it on back, back down into first gear and uh, slow it on down here a little bit, partner. How you doing, man? How you feeling on this beautiful Monday? I'm feeling solid, man. Like yeah. I said, always uh, always feeling good about a fresh week. Absolutely. Especially I, after, uh, you know, a nice little weekend. That, uh, hey, that might uh, be a little foreshadowing what yeah. we got on some motivation minutes today. Hey. But uh, hey, we'll save that for a little bit later. Wrapping up the NFL draft here, my man. How uh, how you how you over feeling? I don't want to overstep any boundaries here, but uh, how how you feeling overall on your Green Bay Packers draft? Not bad, man. Nothing. Uh, you know, a lot of late picks in the rounds, so not gonna a lot of one of those drafts where you're not gonna know for a couple of years how uh, how sure. the draft shapes out. But uh, you know, solid draft, solid grades uh, around all the publications that I was reading. I think mm. only one of them gave him a mediocre grade. Rest of them mm. gave him A Bs. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, got a little uh, little defensive back help, little offensive line help, third round receiver. So you yeah. know, like I said, see probably won't know what happens for a couple of years in this draft for the pack. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I'm actually, uh, if I even have to say it, I'm overjoyed with my uh, Chicago Bears draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, round one, number eleven, Justin Fields, my QB one, ladies and gentlemen. So excited about that! I cannot wait to see him uh, putting in work in the navy and orange. Number two, shocked the shit out of. Almost every even analyst that was covering the NFL draft, the Bears traded up and took Tevin Jenkins out of uh, Oklahoma State, offensive tackle that I had been watching all this whole past college football season because I I really loved betting on Oklahoma State this year. They were oh, really, yeah. they were a really fun yeah. team. Chuba Hubbard, all those guys over there, they were a great team to watch. And I would watch him, man, and the effort that that dude would put in, play to play, and just like his. The level that he would, somebody would come in and punch at him, and he just, get that hand out of yeah. here. I don't need that, too. What are you trying to do with that thing? I mean, he is a specimen. We also got um, Larry Borm, which is pretty sweet, another OT coming out of Mizzou. He uh, he was really solid this season. And then I was a little surprised, but I actually do like to pick up Khalil Herbert coming out of Virginia Tech. Um, he was actually born with extra fingers and toes. Yeah. If you didn't know that, a little something uh, interesting. So, hey, hell, hell of a scouting report there. Extra fingers, obviously better grip on the ball. So, <laughs> hell of a scouting report there by the Bears front office. And then this was honestly, 
outside of Justin Fields, this might have been my number two. We got Daz Newsom out of North Carolina, and and we got him in the sixth round, and he was quietly one of the top ACC receivers this past season. I mean, he was solid, man. I, I and that only adds depth to us. Adds behind uh, Robinson and Mooney. Um, they're still trying to uh, shop Anthony Miller. We'll see what happens. But then we also still got Riley Ridley. Javon Wims can mm. kiss my ass, and uh, Marquise Goodwin. I've talked about Marquise Goodwin before. Yeah, I absolutely love him. So really, yeah. really, really shaping up a solid one. So yeah. I'm loving it, but uh, what do you got? To yeah, the only thing more? I uh, the only thing I forgot to mention: the Packers, a sixth round, actually drafted a native of Green Bay. Oh, really? Yeah, offensive tackle out of Wisconsin. Okay, good old native out of Green Bay. Hey, Doesn't have to go too hey, far. That's pretty damn sweet to you know, uh, get picked up. We'll see if he uh, maybe he's living in uh, mom and dad's basement for a year. One, hey, we'll who see. the hell knows that uh, <laughs> about the same thing that uh, Aaron Jones did. Yeah, Aaron Jones lived in uh, mom dad basement for a uh, first couple of years and, mm-hmm. and made some serious good money sure doing did. it. So uh, and actually T's and P's to him. He actually just lost his father a few yeah, months back. Yeah, so yeah. it's T's and P's again to Aaron Jones. Seems like from all accounts, seems no like that. a pretty uh, pretty solid family. Oh, s- uh, solid family. Both military parents. Yeah. I mean, they raised him. Uh, he's he's a great and guy. His brother. He's yeah. a great guy. Oh, both of them are amazing guys. So yeah, yeah really interested to see uh, what both of our teams do this year, man. And I, I know I kind of mentioned to you that I really think this NFL season is just going to be one you don't want to miss yeah i mean it i and tell me if i'm wrong and i just haven't been paying attention as much because we haven't done sports as our full-time job ever in the past but does it not seem that teams actually went to fulfill their needs in this draft and actually want to beat the teams in their division for once like it actually looks like that's what they want to do more so than usual yeah Yeah, more so than usual instead of just like oh let's pad some shit here like in your case oh let's add a a guy we'll figure out in three years if he's good or not like it just seems like a lot of teams are getting in that kansas city chiefs tampa bay buccaneers win now mindset they see what the hell happens and they see what happens when they give their star guys power to tell them what the hell they need to do so I think a lot of teams are starting to get a little savvy to that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I think the interesting thing that we haven't seen in a while is how many dudes in like the top 15 picks here, uh, how many teams try to pair up receivers with their college quarterbacks. Mm. You know, you got Jalen Waddell yeah, uh, cool. getting paired up with Tua again, Jamar Chase going back to uh, Joe Burrow, same thing with Devontae Smith. I think all three of those guys are going to be awesome. I think they are too. I I know uh, I was actually on uh, Gump Cathcart Spaces mm-hmm. um, this past Saturday. He does them every once in a while, and I shot the shit with him for a little bit. Um, but uh, after I went back and forth with him, another guy got on there, and it was just an Eagles fan, man. And like he sounded so depressed. Like Eagles fans still sound so depressed. Like he wasn't that high on Devontae Smith or Devontae Davis as uh, our good friend Mike Golick announced him as. Um, But Devontae Smith, he wasn't high on him and he was just like, oh, I don't know about this pick. This is pretty stupid. He's got injury issues. Like it was just a chance for him to hop on and bitch. And I was just like, damn, dude, be happy. You just got, you got my favorite college receiver. So what the fuck? You know, I've heard yeah, I know a lot of people love Devontae Smith, including myself. The knock on him is that he's just, you know, you know, 170 soaking wet, you know. You want my rebuttal? It ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's well, the size I, of the fight in the dog, baby. I was going to say, that, <laughs> that's not me that's, uh, you know, down on him. And in the NFL yeah. this year, there's so much more protection for guys like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. Well, you take one look at Tyreek Hill. Right. I mean, the dude is 
my size, well, plus probably a few tens of pounds in muscle. And it's all However, about- he's smart. Yeah. He knows how to get out of bounds. It's the same with T.Y. Hilton. I've right. talked about this before. When he came in the league, man, and he was doing that run out of bounds and make the smart plays, everybody's like, this dude's a pussy. Like, what the hell is he doing? Right. What's going on here? And now everybody's like, well, he's the fr- right. he started this stuff. This is what we all want to do. Well, Smith, it's all about separation. I mean, he's oh. an unbelievable any, route runner. Any spot you put him in. Yeah. Uh, no concerns. I mean, I would be still curious if you actually think Jalen Hurts is your franchise quarterback going forward. That's what I think they should be more worried yeah. about, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in the few games we saw him last year, it. Uh, I mean, it looks like he definitely does have the NFL potential and prowess. You just... You don't know. They didn't. It was under Doug Peterson. Like Peterson's out now. Like what? What the hell are you gonna do there? Yeah. Like, um, and then just some of the schemes that they would put under with some of those guys. Like some of the they have dudes on that team, mm-hmm. and they just they just weren't working them in the right scheme. I think you see a lot of uh, a lot of bounce back and a lot of different different planning from the Eagles this year. Just for once, maybe try and win the NFC East. And yeah. hopefully, boys, let's not make it the NFC least again this NFC year. Least, like, yeah. son of a bitch, that was that's rough. Good, that know? was rough, man. Yeah, I mean, hey. And I ain't even a fan of any right, of those I know, teams. Exactly. It was rough to I mean, watch. <laughs> shit, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think we'll see at least one of them bounce back, if not two or three, because, I mean, yeah. Washington's got the defense, no doubt. Yeah. It's all about their quarterback play, mm-hmm. and obviously we'll see if Dak comes back healthy or not. But, Absolutely. Uh, anywho. Who uh, who does Washington have a quarterback right now? They still got they got that Heineke guy they re-signed. Right. That uh, did that <laughs> crazy stuff against, uh, was it Baltimore in the playoffs? No, or, no. It wasn't in the playoffs. Or it was against in, Tampa. Oh, it was in Tampa. It was against Tampa. That's against right. Ta- yeah, it was in I the playoffs, about that. It was, Yeah, it sure was. I totally forgot about that. I couldn't remember exactly who that was. But, yeah, we uh kind of wrapping up. Oh, they any... got Fitzy. That's right. Oh, they did get Fitz Magic. That's right. Oh man, how did I forget about that? That was uh, that was like the big uh, the big thing of NFL free yeah, agency, I mean, or at least one of them. I would. They should have tried harder to get somebody else, man. Especially for the asking price that Teddy Bridgewater ended up having. That is true. I mean, that yeah, is true. Unless you think Fitzpatrick is going to be uh, Fitz Magic all season long. If we wouldn't have done the be- the Bears that being done what we did with Justin Fields, mm-hmm. this city would have burned if we would have saw Teddy Bridgewater's <laughs> contract in and said, and we didn't offer him at least that, and right. we got the red oh, rifle now. a round pick, I think? Yeah, dude, it was nothing. Yeah. It was fucking nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's just going on over to Denver. Teddy, two gloves. Here we go. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, he was solid with the Saints. He was solid with the Panthers. Ah. I think, and I mean, he's got some good weapons over there. He's got some good weapons yeah. in Jerry um, Judy, Noah Fant. Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, the uh, the opposite side wide receiver. That's Sutton, I believe. They do have Cortland Sutton. He was hurt for a little while last I, year. Am I blanking on somebody? Um, yeah, there's one more guy that I can't. Oh, man, I, I and this is so disrespectful. I should know his name because he was one of my favorite fantasy receivers last year. As soon as you say it, I'm going to know it. You're seeing it. And Deshaun Hamilton. Mm, no, no. no one more Kendall guy. Hinton. Uh, KG Hamler. KJ Hamler was one of them, but Deontay it, Spencer, uh, Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick. That was my boy. Yeah, he uh, he's got some burners, man. He can get uh, he can get behind and rip the top off of a defense at every t- any time. I just don't think that uh, 
he had enough opportunity with Drew Locke there behind right. center last year. And I mean, it's still still to be seen. It's still out for the jury. is still out for Drew Locke. Is he the real deal? I mean, is he it's not? make or break this hell? year. Like, oh, it's make or break 150% for him now. So hopefully uh, they get to play in some young Jeezy in uh, the Broncos stadium, get yeah. that boy hyped up again and yeah. uh, slanging that rock all around the field. We'll see what happens, man. We're uh, we're about to hit the dead zone, uh, to tell you the truth, my friend. We got about, uh, what, three and a half, four months now, May, June, July, August. Well, this is a unique year where we got, uh, you know, NHL and NBA playoffs a little bit later. So that over, yeah. uh, you know, that The season, overlap won't be as bad. Yeah, or that lack of overlap won't be as bad, where yeah. it's only MLB, you know? Right. Where it's like end of June until September. It's I think it's going to be end of July now until September. So. Yeah, because the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, they don't start they're, until... Uh, they've got, we've got a couple more weeks, so they're, you know, they're like basically a month month uh you know behind schedule yeah they start so. on may the 22nd go through july the 22nd so for that month so that's that's a solid that's amount and, and then you'll have nhl yep. playoffs coming right behind but hey hell of a time to actually talk about that too nba playoff picture is uh really shaping up right now actually nba put out um yesterday morning uh, kind of the playoff picture shaping up and what what should be expected to be seated and if i actually retweeted it or i kind of made my own post out of it off of that and i'll tell you what it is quite interesting what is going on in the nba playoffs i mean they got fucking boxes and arrows and up and down and back left (laughs) and if you lose you go center and if you win you move up to the right i mean i'm looking at it right now and it's it's confusing as all shit so i'm just gonna let it play out i'm gonna keep my nba streak hot we're gonna keep cashing tickets through the playoffs that's all i know i mean this these playing games are gonna be uh you know not going to be any scrub action. You might have a couple solid, solid teams in there in danger of, uh, you know, slipping out and not even making that top eight. Right. Uh, you know, there's not really uh, too many teams that have a real shot outside of the top ten of creeping back in, other than maybe we talked about the Pelicans earlier mm-hmm. having three games with Golden State. They, they got a shot. All three of the, yeah. You know, they got to get scorching hot and they might have a shot. Our Bulls are the 11th seed in the East. They're, <laughs> like we said, they are a carcass, dumpster fire dead dead horse Brutal. it's it's ugly if zach and levine can come back maybe we got a chance but the team we're channeling is the wizards and they are what the hot. wizards is pretty doing right now hot. even though they lost against the mavs on saturday lost by one i mean Man, they lost by one they covered they have been covering 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 right. covering and they were down by 20 some in the first quarter early like they were down yeah. early and then they fight back into it i mean it's a done deal it's a done deal a Brad, done deal with bradley beal <laughs> and, yeah, and russell Russ. wilson i mean Russ they're is playing so well yeah, they're both i mean the real drama out. is uh in both leagues you got uh you know it's not totally set in stone who's gonna be in the top six i mean the lakers only got a one game lead over the pelican or yeah. uh, not the pelicans the blazers yeah. the lakers slip into the play and that's uh you know that's fuck, that's, that's gonna interesting. be interesting my man i mean same I, thing with the east you got some serious implications there but you know I, I know there's a lot of mixed emotions about this new playoff picture but honestly i think i'm a pretty big fan i think so i think too. i'm a pretty big fan of it they can you know iron it out a little bit i'm sure eh, but more games more fun more action why the hell not in playoff basketball any any sport for that matter yeah. playoff in the playoff atmosphere is 150 times better right. it's why 90 percent of america watches only during the playoffs yeah. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of people who are staunch degenerates day in day out game in game out like me and you pal yeah and if you can't win <laughs> a uh, do or die game you know the seven and eight seed teams are going to have a couple of chances if yeah. you can't win a 
one out of two games or even a do or die game, then you don't deserve to be in that top eight. Yeah, absolutely. So in uh NBA playoff picture really shaping up. The uh NHL playoff picture is actually shaping up too. I don't got a whole lot on that, but um as far as some clinchers, you know, Canes have been clinched here for a while. They got the job done a long time ago in the central. So have the Lightning and the Panthers. So still looking for the Preds potentially to lock that one up. The stars are right behind them, um fifty five points to the Preds fifty eight right now. So yeah. still a little bit to be seen there. Uh, when's ca- what, what you got oh no sorry there's the only really only one race where it's not uh totally set in stone uh who's getting clinched and that's uh, the north uh that one in the west blues got a three-point lead over the coyotes okay but coyote, coyote uh the blues have played three less games so sure. yeah unless they you know go ice cold you have to think they're gonna take care of business there. i would think so too yeah coming out of the west the knights have clinched lanch and wild have all clinched so far so yeah like you said you still got the blues coyotes are only uh three points back but looks like the blues should be able to get the job done if mm-hmm. uh they don't drop another dumbass one tonight against anaheim we'll see what yeah. happens there the east the gwens caps and islanders have all clinched bruins surprisingly have not clinched yet with 66 points the team below them is the rangers with 58 so it's all yeah, but a done yeah. deal for them and then as i uh, mentioned for you hop into the west there partner um the north division is wide the hell open right now actually um as far as the third and fourth spot looks like the maple leaves and the oilers are going to be one and two even though the oilers haven't officially clinched yet jets got 57 in third place and the canadians got 55 in fourth place let me tell you something about these canadians they uh towards the end of the season just like to have these close games and then pull it out of their ass and win i had ottawa on saturday night money line full unit and then um alternate line of minus one and a half for a half unit mm-hmm. i think it was plus 410 yeah, okay i absolutely love the money line so i did the double play the sends were up two to nothing with under three minutes to play in the third period and the canadians scored a goal i said okay yeah it was it was a long shot plus 400 you know it's a long shot so what i lose my minus one and a half i turn around to grab a sip of water and i turn back around it is now two to two with about 10 seconds left and they go into overtime and the senators lose in overtime the habs pulled out the victory three to two so i think we got some serious serious hockey still yet to be played in the north i mean obviously the great white north hockey central so i think there's still some serious matchups to be played so uh keep your eyes peeled for some of those north matchups coming up here in the final weeks of the season yeah i'm I'm ready man i'm ready for these hockey playoffs i am too and uh, nhl hockey seems to be i don't want to say easier to bet on but it's just a is a little bit more clear and concise. There's yeah, a, you get a rid little, of these scrappy, yeah, underrated teams. Yeah, and there's just a, a lot less like X's and O's behind the plays. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little bit more clear cut and dry. It as much as it can be handicapping mm-hmm. games uh, when it gets into the playoffs. So definitely looking to uh, get a heat streak started once those playoffs start there. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. Sporting wise, uh, sports gambling, my friends. Oh my goodness, if you aren't on the train now i highly suggest you hop on the train or if you know pals who are into fantasy sports or into some for crying out loud if you talk to somebody and they would be down to throw five dollars on a nascar race they are the kind of person who needs to have a sports Mm -hmm. book they may not think it they may not think that they would ever bet on a sport in their whole life but i guarantee you if you are around a, a group of guys or gals, whatever the case might be, and they're the group of people who would, oh, let's put uh, put five dollars on this horse race, or oh, let's put five bucks in a hat on this Super Bowl matchup, whatever, 
They're going to be, that That seems all like, oh, fun and game. We're just tossing a little fun. You're gambling, baby. You're gambling right yeah. there. You might as well come over to the good side with all the rest of us and have some fun because uh, it's, it's a blast and a half. It, it makes, is a blast and a half. It makes sports so much better. And as our commissioner, Roger Goodell, said, and you actually caught it. I didn't catch it. And then I went and saw it somewhere else that he said sports gambling is incredibly good for our sport. And I think it is going to change the way our sport is consumed and how its longevity is perceived for all time. Yeah, we're going to have, uh, I mean, we're already starting to see it a little bit, but it's going to be a lot more mainstream as far as like gambling casts. Yeah. Like how you have like your red zone or your fantasy mm-hmm. football cast on NFL. You're going to have gambling casts. Oh, we got some plans for that too, pals. I, I would admit, I, I might even guess 2022 you're going to have on mm. like NFL package. You know, There might be a possibility. Ticket, you can have gambling package. Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't doubt it at all. And If I they mean, haven't announced it for this year, I, mean, I can't imagine they'll have it now. But. They're putting brick and mortar books inside of stadiums right. for fuck's sakes right. i mean what are we talking yeah. about here like this this is here if you're still thinking or anybody you know is still thinking that sports gambling is taboo it's here and it ain't going nowhere yeah. and i can tell you within the next five years you are going to be blown away as to what's coming with this industry yeah. i mean it and that is that is why we got in here because we saw the potential we saw our potential mm-hmm. we knew where we were at and we knew what we could do we know that we are a cog a a very very tiny cog in the much greater wheel of this industry but y'all got to start somewhere mm-hmm. and we've created this uh small following starting to get much larger following we can't thank you guys enough um we know we're uh we're just a couple of goofballs just uh giving out some picks and some good analysis and maybe a little sports shit in between <laughs> we can't thank you enough for stopping yeah. and by and listening i mean it's uh it's from the bottom of our hearts we appreciate the hell out of it yeah 100 percent, man yeah we appreciate you guys so much i mean the more the more that you do the more opportunities that are gonna open up for us to bring bigger and better stuff to you so Tell all your degenerate pals. We are, uh, if you haven't found out yet, we're some pretty fun guys to come hang out with for about an hour or so. And we're about to be on, we're about to be on YouTube very soon. We're about to have other versions of content, other shows, other quick clips, quick jump in segments. We're going to have all types of stuff coming so hot in just a few, few short weeks. We know we've been talking about it for a while, trying to get uh, all the ends tied up here. But me and Mags have uh, finally got those ends tied up, and it's it's time to jump on off the edge of the cliff and, mm-hmm. and take this full time for all of you. Yeah, rocking and rolling, man. Rocking and rolling, hundred percent. I mean, hey, you uh, to kick it back a little bit. You mentioned uh, horse racing. <laughs> we had the old Kentucky Derby this past mm. weekend, my man, and I know you had a lot of action. <laughs> I had a shitload of action. Sure I didn't did. win a damn one. It's, it's, well, it's I actually intense, did. Man. I got I got my money back because I had Hot Rod Charlie. So my two winners at number fifteen, Rock Your World, and number nine, Hot Rod Charlie. And uh, Hot Rod Charlie is actually owned by a group of five guys that are our age. Really, 25, 26, 27, huh. 24 is one of them. And they're a bunch of college guys, and they actually do what we do on the side. Like they do content. One of them runs a website. One of them does this. And they all got together and they bought this horse. Damn. And they are just average every day they look like frat guys it's pretty much huh. what it looks like they're average day guys and they're in a sport that's fit for kings and hot rod charlie is a monster he's actually won three of his last four races after the derby so yeah i mean he was he's been racking in cash for those boys um but the winner medina spirit that is a hell of a story if you don't know horse racing if you don't know who bob baffert is i suggest you go look up bob baffert because yeah. that man is a legend 
in not only in the horse racing community, just in in life in general. Mm-hmm. He is a legend. Yeah. And he took this thousand dollar colt. This colt was bought for a thousand dollars. And then, of course, it was turned around and resold for, I believe, uh, $46,000, I believe, is what Bob said. And you got to think, some of these derby horses, they're $550,000, yeah. $650,000 horses. And you got little old rinky-dinky legs, Medina yeah. Spirit over here, that's a $45,000 horse that put on the burners. And they they played the game. They played Bob Baffert's game. They got out to a two-horse lead right from the jump. They stuck on the inside. And they just put the burners on. Medina Spirit's never been passed. Right. So he, he put the burners on and I mean, nobody touched him. I'm, what I was thinking is, uh, you know, along with sports gambling growing like crazy, I think horse racing is going to make a big ass comeback, man. And I think right it is along too. With it. And it's funny you mentioned that. And, and if we can do anything to help, I, I really want to try with um, Arlington Racetrack. Uh-huh. It's still kind of rumor mill if they're closing, yeah, if they're staying got, open, yeah. what's happening. And man, anytime I've gone to the Millennium Room, Got a couple of nice cigars, a couple of nice whiskeys, and bet on some horses. It, there's it's, nothing like it. It's man. fun, there's man. There's nothing like it's it. It's fun. If you really do it right, it'll rub a little bit of a hole in your pocket if sure. you want to go have some fun. Now, if you just want to sit trackside and smash some bets, you yeah. can get into your local track for like six bucks. Yeah. They don't charge you through the roof. Right. Now, you want to go, you want to put on your nice shirt, you want to go get some food, you want to go get a nice little VIP box, that'll run you a little bit. Sure will. But hey, if you want to live the experience, I'm kind of the guy that if I'm an experienced I'm gonna experience it to the full. Fair. I don't half-ass nothing. Fair. So, but yeah, I, I I was telling my girlfriend the other day we were watching the Derby for a minute. I was just like, damn, you know, this is it's a blast. It's dude. a blast. Like, it's there's awesome. no way this doesn't at least you know grow back into at least sort of what it was. As far as uh, you know, a lot of people are big into horse racing for a while and then yeah. kind of died down. And you didn't hear about it too much except for the Derby, maybe. But I no. I think it's gonna make a I think it will too. Make a big comeback. I, th- I think uh, just anything sports gambling in general yeah. is going to yeah. be going to be pretty uh, pretty up and up, and uh, everything is just gonna this next year this this whole next year is just gonna be amazing. So that's um, not only for us as uh, Tips and Slip Sports brand, uh, the TTL podcast, every other podcast and content we're gonna be coming out with as well. It's gonna be a hell of a year for us. It's gonna be a hell of a year for the sports gambling industry, and it's gonna be a hell of a year for America. We mm-hmm. are coming back, baby. We are coming back now. Uh, you know. Get yourself vaxxed, get rocking and rolling, whatever the case might be, whatever your local CDC is, and get back out there and start living, man. It's time to start rocking and rolling, you know? We we, we got to get out of this depression and this horse shit. And mm-hmm. then actually, what a segue. Get out of this depression. Get out of this bad mindset. Oh, another Monday. We're getting you out of your case of the Mondays with Colts Motivation Minutes. I got a short and sweet one for you today to wrap up today's pod. And it is a quote. Um, I kind of have a few quotes that I like to return to to start my week. And this one uh, is kind of one that I don't really need to elaborate on too much. I'll give you a little bit of points. But this one is just one that really kicks you in the ass and gets you ready to tackle a Monday. So for the quote of the day for today's Motivation Minutes, the future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. One more time, the future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. Stop waiting, stop hesitating, stop deliberating, and act. Point blank period. I can't tell it to you any more clear than those few words in the quote tell you right there. 
Stop sitting around and waiting for your opportunity to come. The old saying, good things come to those who wait, is a little hokey, if I do say so myself. Because, sure, I get what they're trying to say. You should stay rooted. You should stay grounded. You well, shouldn't... within that, typically, it means you got to work, you know, right. work your ass off. So you, sh- you shouldn't lose sight of what you are doing or get too wrapped up into what the future might be. I totally understand that. However, you have to put the work in order for doors to put the work in in order for doors to open up in your life. It's the only thing, it's the only way that those things will happen and those opportunities and those blessings will come into your life. Now, when I say put in the work, and a lot of people kind of misconstrue, misconstrue that sometimes and think that you just have to be 150% all blow, just trying every single possible thing you can. There's a balance to this now. You got to focus on what is actually developing your life, what's actually moving you forward, what actually has a purpose in your life. Inky Johnson has a great, uh, something great he always says, um, don't mistake or don't confuse activity for achievement. Just because you're doing all these things, what are you achieving because of them? And to kind of bring it all full circle, if you don't have the willpower to just try today, to achieve something today, you're never going to create a future. Ever. Your future is created and based off of what you do today. It is already written. It's already handled. It's already taken care of by a much bigger power and source than all of us. But it takes you working and want to get there and taking small steps of achievement every single day. So for today's Motivation Minutes, ladies and gentlemen, the future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. There you have it. How about them? All right. I mean, that was just hyping me up just talking about it. So if you guys aren't ready to run through a brick wall after that, week, I mean, man. hey, ready for the week. Start Start creating your future today. So... That's all I got on the Motivation Minutes. Before we wrap this bad boy up and let these uh, kind, degenerate, and gambling folks go about their beautiful Mondays here, anything else you want to drop on their domes before we let them ride out? Actually, I did have one thing. Oh, ho, ho, ho. hold on, everybody. Here. Wait a minute. Strap in. Holy I shit. To, I forgot to drop it in a little earlier. Okay. Did you see Mr. Jesus Luzardo of the Oakland A's? Mm-hmm. Was scra- I believe he was scratched. From his start on Sunday because he broke his pinky playing video games. Get the hell out of here. Uh-huh. Get out of Dodge, man. Broke his pinky playing video games. Couldn't couldn't pitch. No way. Qu- apparently, now we're both people who have uh, been- Bro, I've uh, been gaming for 25 sure. years and I never Same. had no question of how I'm going to break right. my finger gaming. So either that, well, so here's the quote, and it wasn't him. I think it was the manager that said this, Bob Melvin. Before the game, he was playing in a video game and accidentally bumped his hand on the desk as he was playing the game. Oh. So either he's spewing some bullshit and he wasn't playing video games, or that's a pretty uh, pretty heavy rage. Yeah. 
That's exactly what it sounds one like of those to me. Two. He had the controller in one hand. Somebody pimped a grand slam yeah. on his ass. Either they it was playing. intentional or you they, know he just yeah, flailed his hands. And... They were playing MLB The Show 2021 yep. where they hit <laughs> yep. the field for the day. And this is somebody... why I wanted to mention it to see, you know, to see what the scenario we could cook so, up Hey, here. somebody pimped a fucking grand yep. slam on his ass to close the deal. Probably him He's personally. Like, Son of a bitch! And just slammed his hand down on the desk yep. with the controller in hand. And yep. if you do so kind of think that if you have a firm object yep. in your hand and you smash your hand against another firm object, yeah. you're putting your limbs in between two right. firm objects that are not going to move. Yeah. So Either that or he was just like flailing his hands and accidentally uh, cracked it. Because I've done, maybe not playing video uh, games, but you know, just not realizing depth perception, see, whatever. I, I am siding yeah. with you, though. I am uh, siding you with know, you. You know, if, uh, if you're not a gamer, I mean, if you're a gamer, rather, you know what yeah, we're talking man, about i mean juices, it, it happens man. i can't even tell you over the years how many controllers i've broken now myself <laughs> i ain't never broken myself i've broken plenty of controllers but yeah. i ain't never broken right. myself exactly. so that's uh that's quite the one that's quite the one yeah. to drop on us here man hey man i had no idea about that yeah broke damn. his damn pinky maybe it was fractured this, the story i'm reading says broken but wow. regardless i think he was scratched from the start oh, if i'm not wrong shit. but uh yeah uh, hairline fracture, I suppose. Is what hey, they say something you're not going to find anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. That's Shit, why you come man. here. <laughs> that is, that's crazy. I can't believe that happened. Wow, good stuff. Good stuff. On his pitching hand, also yeah. like wow. That, on his pitching oh, hand, oh. fills his glove hand. He probably could have toughed it out. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll see how uh, stuff shakes out there for Mister Lizardo. Wow, <laughs> what a way to close out the pod. All right, right already having a rough season anyway. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Just add this on top of it. But uh, to close it out, ladies and gentlemen, as per usual... Thank you all so much for taking just a few uh, brief moment, a brief hour here to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets. Thank you so much for all of your support, for streaming our podcast, listening to our podcast, following us on all our social medias. The Talking the Line page is growing every single day, and it is because of your help and your support and sharing the TTL crew with all of your de- degenerate pals. Uh, as a reminder... Very soon we will be on YouTube, so we'll have some announcements coming out for that. Uh, we also will be um, re kind of branding, not necessarily rebranding, but we'll be bringing forth the brand of Tips and Slip Sports Media. So we will be able to put out more stuff and have a general centralized platform in order to deliver you guys more, better, greater content and have additional podcasts and whatnot on there. So that'll be coming as well. Um, we have just so much great exciting information and things to share with you guys that we just cannot wait so again tell all your friends be a friend tell a friend let them know what's coming we have so so many things planned i i can't even begin to express to you guys so just hang on for the ride like i said a little while ago this is going to be one hell of a year not only for the sports gambling industry but for the tips and slips crew starting out as me and mr magnuson and who knows where the hell it's going to go from here i mean i can't imagine it's only going to be us for all <laughs> no the i, I hardly imagine. doubt it i <laughs> hardly doubt it um with our vision and our goals so you're doing something wrong or yeah. pretty 
fucking impressive. Yeah, pretty impressive <laughs> if we could do it by ourselves. There's way too much work to just uh, be judge, jury, and executioner all day. So once again, thank you guys so, so much. We cannot uh, tell you how much we appreciate all of your support and uh, all of your love during these uh, few short, we actually talked about it, a few short seven months. We've been uh, rocking and rolling this. We've been live uh, since January, but we've been uh, grinding and building our brand and our platform since about November. Yes, so. Sir. We're going to keep doing it. We ain't stopping. No matter what happens, we aren't turning the car around. So you might as well hop inside, in the trunk, on the roof, on the hood, wherever you can find a spot and speed on down the freeway with us. Without further ado, thank you again once once more. Man, I can't, I can't say it enough. From me and Mags, we hope you all have a spectacular rest of your Monday unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.